welcome to another episode of the Per the Contract podcast. I am your host, Annalise, and today I'm going to be talking about everything that has to do with collaborating. But before I get into today's episode, just a quick personal and business update. If you don't like this section, please feel free to skip ahead. But from other podcast episodes that I listen to, I love the recaps and kind of just gives a little bit of a, you know, behind the scenes take on who the actual host is and who I'm listening to. So I get to know them a little bit better. So personal update for me is not a lot. It's you know, the holiday season, things are in full shopping mode, sales, trying to get things organized for the new year, you know, all of that good stuff in December that you do every year. And one of the things too I did was this past weekend, I went to the city. Um, If you didn't know, I live about an hour outside of the city. And I have to say, I slightly, slightly miss it. Um, You know, I used to live in the city for, or I lived in the city for about nine years. I think I made it to exactly nine years and three months. I moved there when I was 18. So I have been around the block when it comes to the city. I lived in Manhattan. I lived in Brooklyn. I actually even lived on Roosevelt Island for a little bit of time. So if you don't know that island, it's like this awkward little strip between Manhattan and Queens. So that was actually one of the first places I lived in. So I've lived multiple places in the city and I really did love my life in the city. I went to college there. I have great friends that live there, but I'm happy I moved out. In all honesty, I really realize how much I like my space and, you know, the ability to have a car and get groceries easily. And the city is also very expensive and I get a little bit more room for my buck out here. I don't know. It's nice to be an hour outside because I still get that taste of city life. But then I know that I'm coming home to a very big bedroom or the biggest bedroom I've ever had, as well as, you know, my office. And so it's really nice to live out here. When I bring it up sometimes about moving outside the city, people get nervous about talking about it because you're supposed to love the city and the city is the city of your dreams. And I even said to my mom, it's so funny because she always reminds me of this, how I used to say when I was 18, like, I would never live anywhere else. Like, I love New York City so much. And I did in my early 20s. And now I'm over it. It's funny how life changes and how things change and your priorities change and everything. So I'm loving the burbs. Let's just say that. Um, And then on business side of things, Again, nothing really, just kind of picking things up, wrapping things up for the end of the year, you know, getting our clients uh, ready for 2022, as well as actually there is one big project, which is I am slightly redesigning the website. So I say slightly because I'm just kind of updating it, making it a little bit more my vibe, kind of adding in some new elements and features in there, also getting really clear with our services and stuff. So we're changing a couple things up for the new year, but not too much. So stay tuned for that. And also stay tuned for the relaunch of the Apto Media Co. Instagram. That has been something that If you didn't know, a couple weeks ago, I kind of split my accounts again to where I changed my personal account back to personal. There's a whole nother story and I'll link the episode below about that. And I've decided to split the accounts again. So I now have my personal, which is Annalise Gartner, where you can get to know me as a CEO, the behind the scenes, living in the burbs, all that good stuff. And then you can go to Apto Media Co., to learn about the business side of things that I do mostly. And yeah, so I'm redesigning that, relaunching that soon. So stay tuned for that. So those are the big business updates and personal updates. And 
yeah, that's about it. Now let's get on to today's episode. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to collaborate successfully with others. And the main reason I wanted to chat about this is because I see a lot of people talking about collaborating that, you know, you need to collaborate in order to grow. And I have definitely seen that and seen those results. That collaboration can help your accounts, can help your brand grow. But I also don't see a lot of people explaining how to actually collaborate because I know I have jumped into collaborations where I've jumped into them. They've been really great from the beginning. And then you get toward either launch or you get toward the middle or the end. And you're like, this isn't really vibing with me anymore. Something feels off. You know, maybe you don't work well with the person. And yeah, not a lot of people are explaining how to do it. It's part two of this as to why I wanted to talk about this now is because as we're gearing up for the new year, you might be thinking about a couple collaborations that you want to do in the new year. And before you do, definitely take the time to listen to this episode, take some notes that way, you know how to collaborate successfully and have a successful collaboration and make sure that aligns with you, your brand, your business, all that good stuff. So as you know, I love a good plan. So having a concrete plan on how you're going to collaborate with others is absolutely necessary. That's the first thing you want to figure out and what you want to do. The worst thing, of course, is to jump into a collaboration with someone and you know, like I said, it might be in the middle, it might be the end, but you soon realize or eventually you realize that this collaboration may not be working out and you also don't want it to feel like a complete waste of time at the end of the day. So, well, actually, let me back that up. A collaboration is actually never a waste of time, whether it works out, whether it doesn't, whether you have to put it on pause. There's always something to be learned, whether it be you working with others or you working with yourself. You know, I have learned so much, I'd say more so about myself collaborating with others versus me learning something from my collaborator partner (laughs) however we want to describe that but I personally from collaborations actually learn more about myself than any other piece of this so there's always something to be learned I take that back it's not it's never a waste of time let me backtrack just slightly because if you are listening and you're like wait a minute I don't even know what a collaboration is Let me kind of break it down for you. So a collaboration is, in general, a partnership between two or more people. So you would be partnering with someone else or partnering with a business or partnering with a group of people. And the goal is to work together to create something, whether that be a new service or a new product or a promotion for something else. Whatever it is, you're creating something together to produce something else. You may think of collaboration, whether you are in the social media content creator world, you might think of a collaboration as, you know, an influencer or a content creator collaborating together to make a TikTok. If you see your favorite TikTokers in the same video together, that is a collaboration. So they have reached out to each other to collaborate together to create a TikTok video to bring, who knows, fashion advice, tips, tricks, maybe just a funny video, whatever it is, they have decided to collaborate together to produce that video and produce it and create it and publish it to you. Also, you may think as, you know, A collaboration may also be about two businesses coming together to create a new product. I have done that previously. Or you may think of a company hiring someone else to create a product with their name on it. So when you think about celebrities that always have collaborations with either, I don't know, Macy's or big box store companies, that is a collaboration that that celebrity has decided to join in in order to create a new product or service underneath the company using their name to get their followers or their audience 
into that company, into those stores. So, I mean, in reality, when you think about it, content creators, that's really a lot of the time what they're doing is just collaborating together between different businesses and everything. But yeah, that's the gist of collaboration. And like I mentioned a little bit, I've had my fair share of collaborations. Some of the collaborations I've done is, you know, simple IG lives. I've taught at different workshops. I've taught for different programs. I've created programs with other creators um, and other service-based providers, you know, creating new services. I've even done some graphic design work for holiday cards. So there's so much that I've done in collaboration. And there's so much more that I want to do in the future, but definitely, again, from the collaborations that I've previously done, the ones that have been successful, as well as the ones that have not been as successful, I've always learned something from it at the end of the day. Now that we got that squared away, we know what a collaboration is. We know kind of, you know, the basics of first and foremost, creating a plan. Let's get into some let's say some difficult questions you may want to ask yourself in order to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success, the collaboration is set up for success. Let's get into the questions that you want to start asking yourself in order to make sure that this collaboration is right for you, right for your brand, and right for your business. So first thing is, what are you gaining by doing this collaboration? Is it monetary? Is it exposure? Either new followers, promotion, whatever it is, you want to make sure that you're really clear on what you're gaining from this collaboration. The next question is to ask yourself is, does this align with your business? So financially, does this collaboration make sense with the services that I offer? You want to make sure that it does because at the end of the day, your audience is going to you for a particular package or service that you're offering that if you start a collaboration with someone that makes absolutely no sense to your brand, your audience may not reciprocate as easily as they would if you had offered something that made sense to your business. Also think about how many hours it's going to take for this collab. You know, if it's a simple IG live, that might just take 30 minutes. But if it's a new program that you're creating, how many hours is it going to take? And also to make sure that the new collaboration that you're working on, if it is longer term, that you can handle both. So you can handle this collaboration and you can handle your services. Really think long and hard. Do I have the bandwidth in order to make time for this collaboration? Because another thing to think about too is this person that is collaborating with you is dedicating their time, their energy, their money into making this collaboration happen. So if they're putting their time and effort and money into it, you want to make sure you're doing the same. Because I've done, I've had it happen to me before. I've done it before where I have said, you know, I'm able to do X, Y, and Z. Reality comes in, things pop up, my business gets busy, and I then don't set the time aside to actually complete the collaborations. It is hard, and that's one of the biggest questions to think about, is making sure that you have the time, the energy, the hours, and lastly, the money in order to make this collaboration work and really sit down and be realistic about it. Now, the next set of questions is making sure that it aligns with your brand. And in another episode, I should have mentioned this, I did talk about the difference between a business and a brand because they are not the same. And collaboration, even though I just listed out some questions for you to think about when it comes to your business, it actually 
needs to be thought out even more when it comes to making sure that it makes sense for your brand because your brand is going to emulate your personality. It's going to, you know, state your mission statement, your brand values, and really most importantly, your vision statement. You know, that long future statement, that long future vision that you have, making sure that this collaboration aligns with that is so much more important versus the financial questions that you may have to ask yourself. Because if you think about it from a real life perspective, again, back to that celebrity example, you know those celebrities where they're really, let's take an actor or an actress for an example. They are doing really well, they're at the height of their game, and then all of a sudden they choose a role or a movie that is totally out of their character. It makes no sense to them, and then they kind of fall off the bandwagon because that movie doesn't perform as well, or people don't like it, or maybe the actor or actress didn't, you know, the movie just didn't align with where they were going or the type of actor or actress that they were. And some actors and actresses can absolutely pull it off. It's not impossible. No matter what, you want to make sure that a collaboration makes sense to your brand so that it emulates you, it speaks to you, and that it really does emulate your vision statement and that it is going to get you to your goals in the long term. The next set of questions is to really think and ask yourself the hard questions about the person you're collaborating with. And I'm just going to say person, but you can collaborations can also be with groups or companies, just as I mentioned before, but I'm going to kind of stick to one person so it makes sense. The first thing is to make sure that you are collaborating with the right person, meaning does this person have what it takes to actually accomplish the collaboration? So just as I said before, you're giving your time, your energy, your money into making this collaboration work. You need to ask yourself the question if that person is going to do the same effort, if not more effort, if that's what it comes down to, in order to accomplish the collaboration. So the next question you want to ask yourself is, will I work well with this person? Because let's get this straight. We all work differently. For an example, currently I'm recording this podcast episode in my bed, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs would poo-poo me and say, don't do that. It's going to mess up you know, your sleep cycle, everything like that. But for me, it works. Another thing would be is I actually collaborated with someone once that told me that, you know, when you put like, oh, can you get this to me by EOD, which is stands for end of day, it's the acronym for it. She had told me that her end of day meant midnight, but my end of day meant actually 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, my time. So it was a little bit of a miscommunication, but even just that slight miscommunication can lead to a lot of miscommunication in the future. So making sure that you work well with the person, you're going to work well with the person and really sit down and ask yourself that question. The next question is to really think long and hard if you truly know this person, because I have done this where I've jumped into collaborations where I've known the person for a bit. They have great results. They have a great business behind them. And I think I know them well enough in order to start this collaboration. But then at the end of the day, I've realized I don't actually know this person. We don't work well together. It's not working out very well. And the collaboration just doesn't work out. So really think long and hard if you truly know this person. I would say minimally, either knowing the person or following the person for at least six months is kind of my minimum when it comes to collaborating. So even when it comes to Instagram lives, I make sure that I know the person, I follow them, I interact with their content before they ask me, let's say they ask me to come on an Instagram live with them. I want to make sure that it makes sense to me and them. So I don't really take on collaborations for Instagram lives unless I've been following them for six months, 
I see their business, I know their services, all of that good stuff. So again, this is kind of just follow your own instincts with it. But for me, that's kind of what personally has worked for me and seen success. People that I have collaborated with either under six months or really quickly, let's say within two, three weeks, in all honesty, it just hasn't worked out. And the reason is, is because I've either jumped into things too quickly or they have as well. We don't know each other well enough. The bandwidth isn't there and it just kind of falls apart. So yeah, I say six months minimum to knowing the person to starting a collaboration. Okay, the last question to ask yourself out of all of these when it comes to the person, this is the most important question to ask yourself is, is this person credible and do they have proven results? Because unfortunately, a lot of people talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. And we've heard that phrase before, but it's honestly very true, especially in my business in the service-based world. So really sit down, do some research about their clients, their products, results, features, you know, their webinars. Do they have a great website? Do they have great branding? Make sure that they're credible. They have the results also that their brand kind of matches and aligns with yours and all of that good stuff. So Again, really sit down, do that research, and because you really want to make sure that the person you're collaborating with is on that same level or even maybe a little bit of a higher level or, you know, whatever it is, but you want to make sure that they have some type of results that whatever you are working together and collaborating with, they've done this previously, they have those results, they've worked with those clients, and so that collaboration is just seamless and that much easier. Okay. Now that we got the difficult questions out of the way, I'm going to break down a couple things to do in order to have a successful collaboration. And it's just kind of going more in depth into that step-by-step plan I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. So first thing is to set expectations. So sit down with each other, write a list of expectations that you and everyone involved has what the goals are, what they want to gain out of the collaboration, really sit down and lay out that. Um, most of the time, I've honestly done all of my collaborations virtually at this point, And it's a simple Google Doc that we have. Like one of my collaborations, one of my successful collaborations of a group program, we have like a Google Doc that's about 10, 12 pages long. And it's insane how long it is. So (laughs) definitely just kind of list out the expectations, make sure you have a plan in place. That way it's just that much easier to go forward. And that also goes into number two, which is set ground rules. So just like expectations, make a list of ground rules, you know, in order to make sure that a collaboration is successful and that you work well together, think of almost the two of you as employees Think of you as coworkers in the sense that you're going to have mutual respect for each other. You're going to be on time for each other. You know, there's kind of think of almost like a boss overhead of you thinking like, okay, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. And so ground rules really help in setting those expectations, making sure that those expectations actually become a reality. Now, number three is to create that step-by-step plan, and it sounds exactly what it is. So depending on the deliverables of the collaboration, whether that be, let's say, for a simple Instagram Live, so what is a step-by-step plan or what does that look like for you? So let's say you want to collaborate with someone on Instagram Live. You want them to come onto your Instagram account and do the live. So that would be sending them the invite, sending them the questions beforehand, maybe setting up a 20, 30 minute call to just kind of talk things out. Whatever it is, create a step-by-step plan so that you have the plan in place. And then even if you're going into the longer term of a collaboration, let's say you're creating a group program, you have the step-by-step plan of what 
the deliverables are each week. That way you know what you're doing, you know what the other person is doing. And again, those expectations and those ground rules are put in place so that everything runs super seamless. Now, the last thing to do is to set check-in stages, which kind of goes into the step-by-step plan. So the collaborations that I've done that have been super successful have been the ones where I set a meeting every single week with the other person. We have the meeting in place. We have deliverables. We have everything in place that they have the expectations. I have the expectations and we know what we're doing moving forward in order to make that collaboration happen. Because especially when you start getting into things, when you have your own business to run as well, it gets hard to kind of keep up with everything at once. So making sure that you have those check-in stages just helps you kind of be accountable, I'd say, for everything that you need to get done for the collaboration. And this is also too where you can have those hard conversations. Let's say something's not working out or you may want to change something up or maybe you need to change pricing or anything like that. You can use that time in order to have those hard, difficult, or maybe even those fun discussions. Like, again, one of the collaborations that I've, I had done, we were really successful in our webinar and attendees and everything. And so we use that time to kind of celebrate that. So it's kind of just a nice check-in with the collaboration. And that is it. That is kind of the difficult questions that you need to have that you need to ask yourself in order to have a successful collaboration, as well as the step-by-step in order to really produce and have a successful collaboration. And one last thing I wanted to chat about is, as I've mentioned, I have had some not so great collaborations in the end. And like I said, they've all taught me lessons. I am so grateful to have worked with everyone that I have, even if it was technically, quote unquote, not a successful collaboration. I'm still so thankful for everyone that I've worked with because it has taught me so much about myself, my business, the way I want to do things, the way I want to run everything. So no matter what, at the end of the day, there's always some success when it comes to a collaboration. But you do need to ask yourself, when is it time for quits? And that's something I want to talk about because sometimes when you get into collaborations, you're really excited about it. You're super thrilled. You can't, you see almost the end goal. You see almost the end results and then things start popping up in between. However, if a collaboration is not working out, for example, if it's not aligning with your vision, you're not working well together, you're just not aligning anymore, or in all honesty, if something came up either business or personal that you have to take care of, that you don't have the time to complete the collaboration anymore know when to call it quits. Because as I mentioned, a failed collaboration or ending a collaboration is okay. And it really doesn't mean you're a failure. You learn something from it. You learn something about yourself, about working with people, everything that it is, no matter what, any collaboration is successful. Instead, analyze if it was quote unquote, a failure, a failed collaboration analyze either what worked, what didn't, and what you can do better in the future in order to make the collaboration just that much more successful for the next time. And yeah, I really do hope this helps you, you know, spark some ideas, gives you some thoughts and what you want to do, who you want to collaborate with, because at the end of the day, collaborations can be so beneficial for your brand and for your business, but you do want to make sure that you are setting those boundaries setting those expectations, you and the person or group are on the same page. That way you can just make the collaboration that much more successful when it comes down to it. That's it for today's episode. 
Thank you so much for listening. As I said, I hope this was helpful. If it was, I would greatly, greatly appreciate if you could write an Apple podcast review because it does, you know, help us out in the Apple podcast ranking and then we get our episodes pushed out and everything. So it'd be really helpful. And that is it. Thank you all so much for joining. And until next time, bye for now.